Hey, audio podcast people, this is just for you, what I'm about to say. I still am going to do short little shows here and there. I'm going to experiment with them, uh, even if I don't get administrative help. Uh, and just like I've done occasionally here for you guys, just shows where I don't prep a lot and I don't need to uh, do work afterwards on the show. So you'll still get specials like that here. I don't know when the next one's going to be, but I just wanted to throw that out there because you're about to hear some wacky stuff from me from Friday. So enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. The Disrupt Meister. Welcome to This Week in Bitcoin. Today is May the 14th, 2021. Someone's got an echo there. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Buying over crying. Be a unique beast. Fitting in is overrated. One day closer to a trillion-dollar market cap. Well, we were already there, but we'll return. Hey, we're one day closer to freaking getting to Apple's market cap, okay? Don't FOMO on alts. Personal responsibility is a new cloud culture. Strong hand, buy and hold. I'm just saying a lot of these things right now because this will be the last show for a little while. Five-digit realm. I am in motion. Trust me, I'm in, and I am offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. You can ask questions during this uh, very special This Week in Bitcoin show. It wasn't planned to be a very special This Week in Bitcoin show, but it's become one. Um... We got some great guests here. We got two guests. You know, we usually have three guests, and I'll get into that in a second. So JC, Protect Your Keys, is in the house, and Nico is in the house. They are linked to below. We're going to talk about the current events. But uh, before the show started, 50 minutes before the show started, 5-0, you know, we're going to have three guests. And for the, at the third guest, there, there were some misunderstandings. I mean, he's a good guy and everything. And he, he flaked at, the, you know, 50 minutes before the show started. And guys... Uh, I can't, I really can't deal with stuff like this anymore. Um, there's a lot of logistics that goes behind, the, you know, the, a lot of behind the scenes stuff when you're setting up these shows. And most of you know who watch this, you know, financially, uh, you know, I, I've been by, I, I've been practicing what I've been preaching for a while. So I'm, I'm well off with the Bitcoin. So uh, time is a very valuable commodity to me. And I'm tired of spending time setting up these shows you know, uh, do, doing graphics, you know, ha having to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to get the third guy? He just flaked and, you know, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just not, I'm not a secretary. I am not a secretary. I don't want to have anything to do with being a secretary or being a manager. I just, you know, oh, I, lo I love, I love creating the content. I love doing the shows, but the stuff that surrounds it. And I think a lot of you have been watching this for a while because I haven't been doing as many shows lately have gotten this just like I don't have fun setting up the shows so here's the deal here's the deal I'm not going to be setting up any more shows okay uh, like you know with the prep and, and getting the guests and whatever and I just decided I mean this was the straw that broke the camel's back that, that just happened but I mean I've been going I've been talking about you know November 20th by November 20th I wanted to tone things down some Whatever. But here's the thing. If you want to be my secretary, you want to be my manager, we can set up some relationship where, it, you know, I need a man. I need someone to do the logistics. If I don't get one, I don't get one. OK, we can set up some financial thing, whatever. You get a cut of the, the action. I don't know. 
All right. At the same time, there are lots. I'm appearing on other people's show. I will keep on doing that. If you want me on your show, I'll be on your show, and then I'll put it on this channel. Okay. If you make it real easy for me, I'll. You can have a show on this channel. Whatever. You know, there's lots of different ways we can go with it this year. But I'm not being a slave to a schedule of doing it every Friday, and then have people that are supposed to be on the show they don't follow the schedule, and and you got and you're in panic mode and stuff. So that's what's going on. I don't like this is not goodbye or whatever. You know, all these people always say, oh, this is the end of the line, bye, bye, bye. And then they come back or whatever. I'm not gone, okay? There'll be shows. I'll do things when I feel like it and whatever. But the regimented schedule, no more. Unless, again, if you – and there's so many opportunities in this space. I'm giving you a freaking opportunity. So if you want to be in motion, be the guy who sets everything up for me. Be my logistical guy. Just make this real easy for me. I'll do it. But it's not that easy for me right now. And because it's not that easy for me, I don't want to do it anymore. And I love I love living my freaking life. Running. And, you know, last night's show was freaking awesome, by the way. And then we had a, a post show on Clubhouse. It was awesome. I had so much fun. And I, you know, I still, I'm having fun doing this right now. But I don't have fun setting up the logistics. I have fun running around Miami. I have fun cooking my own food. I have fun learning through YouTube videos about Bitcoin or space or current events or whatever. All these things that I, you know, I have, I have a life and I like, and I love it. And, you know, you only get one life. And I've done really well for myself in this life, okay? Really, really well uh, in terms of finances. And I should just, I should really, I, every moment of it, I should be freaking enjoying. And I haven't been enjoying the moments that lead up to these shows. And then, you know, spreading the word on social media. I need a social media manager. I need all this stuff. So I'm cutting it off right now. Until I get all those things, you're not getting regular new shows. That is the summary. But again, I'll appear on other people's shows. It'll get, you know, maybe I'll do some live stuff from the Miami event. We're going to talk about the Miami event. So this is just all, everything right now has really just been decided in the last you know hour or whatever, and it's great, and I'm getting it all off my chest. I feel so relieved, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what we develop. If someone steps up, they can step up, and you know, pitch me some ideas, guys. Pitch me some ideas. And if there are no ideas, and there are no ideas, and you just get random shows here once in a while of me on some, and I'm scheduled to be on other guys' shows real soon. So you'll you'll see stuff coming soon, and. Follow me on Twitter at TechBolt. I'm not going anywhere there. I'm going to be there, all right? All right? You don't need to see me on YouTube. I'm going to be other places. TechBolt is the epicenter, though. I show you where I'm going to be next. Don't be a freaking algorithm slave and wait on YouTube to tell you where I'm going to be. Go to freaking TechBolt. And I think uh, – I, I, and again, I'm TechBolt. These guys are all YouTube below. Please follow them. They didn't know what they were getting into. Uh, with this show. They had no idea this is going to be Adam's right last finally, uh, last regularly scheduled uh, This Week in Bitcoin show. I didn't know either, okay? So, uh, I think I put I think I put it all out there. And DisruptMeister.com, if you miss me, you can watch 2,000 freaking old shows in the archive. Okay, guys? At DisruptMeister.com, TechBalt.com. That is it. So, let's just get into... Uh, the, the rest of the show into the current events and this week and I'm going to read and you guys have questions. I'm going to read the questions. I see there's a super chat over there. I mean, this week you can just sum it up with like the, the new FUD that, and we predicted this, the FUD of this up cycle is going to involve the environment 
and all this green nonsense. And this is permeating mainstream society too. Everybody's, you know, we live in such a comfortable world. Everybody's worried about energy consumption, blah, 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 blah. It's it just, everyone's buying into this nonsense. And so now it's come to cryptocurrency and it's it, it come to Bitcoin. And it's it's surprising that Elon Musk is, is the bringer of, uh, of this FUD, has really popularized it. And I, I want to read what is going on now ever since he ever since he put this out there. Um, here, here are some headlines. Elon Musk's Bitcoin U-turn and the rise of, crypt, of green cryptocurrency Chia. That was on the side of Twitter. That's what Twitter is freaking promoting, okay? So it's going to come from all sides here for now on. So have a freaking strong hand and just be ready that, that, that Twitter is going to uh, – People who work at Twitter are going to promote something called Shia. Other people are going to promote Ethereum. Here's one. Uh, there's a from the, an article. I think I linked to it below. Exclusive Dogecoin developers say they've been working with Elon Musk since 2019. They're tapping his brain to make cryptocurrency a greener, cheaper alternative to Bitcoin. Okay, I don't believe that. I don't believe they've been. They just they just are lying about this greener narrative now because it's popular. I I seriously doubt. That in 2019, he said, hey, guys, uh, I like your Dogecoin. We're going to make it a greener, cheaper Bitcoin alternative. This is the attack vector. In 2017, it was small block block size, okay, and all that nonsense. So enough of me ranting about this stuff. What do you guys think? Uh, Nico, we'll start with you. Man, you're absolutely right. This was a coordinated, you know, attack, in my opinion. You know, it was not like too long after, you know, coincidentally, there was an article by JP Morgan, you know, basically saying the same thing, right? Uh, and uh, again, look, it, it ju just Elon has his hands tied behind his back. It looks like some men in suits whispered in his ear, told him something because we already know for sure. We, we, we saw Jack Dorsey tweeting essentially how Bitcoin incentivizes renewable energy research. You see below and uh, Elon says true. Right. So he obviously thought about Bitcoin. Right. But unfortunately, it doesn't fit with the new administration's, you know, push for for climate, you know, control climate change. Right. You see this in New York, for example, where they recently banned Bitcoin mining because of environmental purposes. Right. So clearly uh, the political left in the United States currently right, are pushing this 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 climate narrative hard. And Elon, unfortunately, he, he has government contracts. We know that uh, we know that Tesla just got this huge government contract because the whole federal government wants to have to have EV cars. Also, SpaceX, you know, they just got the, the contract from NASA to send people to the moon. Right. So the way that I see this is I don't think Elon believes what he's saying. I think that his hands are tied behind his back because he's watching out for the best interests of 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 Tesla and SpaceX, but at the same time, man, fuck you. Sorry, f you, Elon. I apologize, Adam. <laughs> it's all right. Now it just makes not... me so. It just makes me so angry. I apologize. I'm all so right. sorry. It's, and that's not too conspiratorial. There's some people that have gone really down a, ra a rabbit hole here. I mean, I still am a. I don't know why he's. I don't think we have no, to no, worry no, about wait, wait, why wait. he's doing Adam, it. Adam, Adam, the contracts yeah. are facts. What like the the SpaceX contract is a fact. The Tesla getting uh, the the government contract is also a fact. That's not a conspiracy, dude. Okay, like, I, mean, I know it's. I, I know, but there's some people that I, I want to focus maybe on the on the bigger picture that it is 
this is the type of FUD we're going to have to deal with. The why, the why is he doing it? I don't think we have to worry about that. I, I don't, at this point, we, we should never put, no one, and this is one of the things that I preach, don't put anyone on a pedestal. It is clear that too many people in Bitcoin, despite all his Dogecoin rantings, have put him on a pedestal. I mean, you, you, you should have known a little better people who, who worshipped it. I mean, it was great. I mean, I have, him buying Bitcoin and Tesla buying Bitcoin, that's not a race. That is still out there. So, I mean, that that that's a real fact. You know, they're not selling Teslas for Bitcoin anymore. Okay, so what? But it, it, it does open up this larger, what we're going to have to get used to here, is that there are going to be so many other entities jumping on this bandwagon now either because they hate Bitcoin or they really believe this narrative. Um, so I, I think that's that's the bigger – to me, that's the bigger news story, that this cycle, the this cycle, the major FUD is going to be in the environment. That's all – It's and we're going to have to deal with it. Everyone's going to have to deal with it in some way. So uh, what, 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 what should I uh, – <laughs> um, hang on one second. JC. I, I was going to call you a different name, but JC wasn't all, called JC. All good. No, I mean, I, th I think I think Nico nailed it. I mean, I think one of the most you know shit coinery aside, I think uh, from Elon perspective, I'm just really disappointed. I mean, ultimately, it just doesn't take that much time to do some due diligence and be able to see you know really like what Bitcoin energy is all about and understand like you know how most of it it comes from renewable energies and it. It seems like there's an alternative motive here. Um, I think you know Nico nailed it. Like, it just doesn't seem like. I mean, a month ago, uh, Elon was tweeting about how he agreed with Jack Dorsey that there needed to be, you know, better education around Bitcoin and uh, and en in the energy sector. So it just seems like very bizarre. And then you saw another story that came out today that said, you know, Square has no intention of purchasing any more Bitcoin because they've, you know, lost four hundred million. I mean, like, well, I, I don't even know how, lost four hundred million in opportunity costs. Maybe I think they invested in Bitcoin you know, way before it was even like 40K. So I'm just kind of surprised that some of these headlines that are coming out there. It seems like the 2021 run is going to be just completely overtaken with, you know, all of this FUD. Um, so it just seems like that's kind of the case. And, you know, my God, if this is like, you know, something to push proof of stake, I mean, I want to throw up. It's terrible. Well, okay. So that, and that's another thing. It is, it is the proof of stakers are going to use this uh, to their advantage. All right. And, you say, is this going to overtake uh, this bull cycle? It will be the major fun of this bull cycle, but this bull cycle is continuing. There, there are a lot of people mm -hmm. that think oh, this is yeah. this is going to put mm -hmm. a stake in the heart mm -hmm. of the bull cycle. Again, mm -hmm. I, I, I referenced 2017. Did the 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 block size stuff? Did that stop Bitcoin from going to, from three thousand to twenty thousand dollars? No, it did not. It was it was there all along. It was there afterwards. So just. Uh, you know, pe people get get used to this stuff. And yes, some of these altcoins are going to pump because of this. Ethereum will do well because of this. And it's, I mean, what, what are they supposed to do? Just ignore all this FUD? They're, they're going to use it to their darn advantage. Uh, and just pe people get prepared for it. Yes. Jason. Yeah, I just think that like one of the one thing I'll, I'll note on top of that is just like, I think there's going to be so much less PTSD. From, I mean, if you think about the 2017 run, we were coming off of like this massive fork. You know, everyone was like concerned about like, you know, Bcash and like, you know, obviously it was pumping out of this world and people, obviously some very influential people on the mining side, like Jihan, we're going to push it and like really dedicate a lot of hash power on that side. Like we don't have any of that. 
all we have is like, you know, a bunch of, um, you know, government organization, uh, governments and organizations saying that, you know, this is going to be a massive problem for the environment. But, you know, ultimately, if you do any research, you find that that's not the case. Of course not. I mean, the, the environmental paranoia that has engulfed the earth, it, it's insane. I mean, we need to de develop, develop, develop. I mean, innovation, innovation, this requires energy, okay? And we'll solve if they're if the earth, the earth is really falling apart or whatever. Someone will, in the free market will figure out a way to make freaking money off of it and clean this planet off. But man, are we paranoid? And just I, I was saying on last night's show that you know people are living in dung huts in in freaking Africa still, and they're going to continue to live in dung huts if we slow down the progress. If we're worried about energy consumption. So many people have gotten out of dung huts all over the freaking developing world because we've ramped up energy consumption, because we've been productive. And we're on a, 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 a timeline here. If we keep things going, if we're going to be a Kardashev one civilization or whatever, ramping up energy to massive uses, then everybody on this planet will be living in just modern first world conditions. I don't know what we have just backward thinking people all over this planet who I guess live in comfortable first world situations where they don't they just like, yeah, it, it's return to nativism is beautiful. Living, living in tents is going to be fun again. It's just so we can preserve some wild deer or some the, the grass or something. It's, it's insane. But this is coming to Bitcoin. Uh, or it is in Bitcoin right now. This mentality that we have to restrict ourselves. And Bitcoin ain't going to take it. The mining isn't going to stop. And maybe this is going to wake the world up to how insane all of this environmental stuff is. How insane all this global warming paranoia is. And that there's all these like completely, uh, I mean, the industry, shouldn't, these industries, should, these worry-based industries, these panic porn industries based around climate change, they shouldn't even exist. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. They're, they're government produced industries. It's rent seeking. These people are rent seekers. They want the government to put in restrictions so that they're, they can make money off of these. Okay. I've, I've gone on, but it's in, in our space. We're going to have to get used to it. Nico, do you have anything else to say about uh, a, a Dogecoin, Elon Musk, environment, anything that, that pertains to this? And, 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 and the other thing I wanted to add is that yes, it, the FUD guys, if you're scared, I don't know why people are scared by this. Because it's to me, it's Groundhog Day. Every week we have new FUD. It's just get used to it. Even during good times, every week we're going to have new FUD. Nico, take it away. Start. Yeah, man. Listen, the, the the climate narrative is clearly you know a form of control, and there's a lot of people that a form of control that uh, and and there's clearly a lot of people that buy into it themselves, right? They buy into this idea that you know they don't have to take personal responsibility, right? They could have that feeling of moral superiority, right? Fighting this cause, this invisible enemy, right? Uh, before it was called global warming, now it's called climate change. You know, uh, like you could see it every single decade. There's an emergency. It was the ozone at one point. And guess what? The earth is still here. Right. So this is just a method uh, to control a certain portion of the population so that uh, that that elite that the elite portion of the population that controls the rest of them could benefit from that. You know, that's that's kind of the way that I see it. It sucks. And as Bitcoiners, we have to fight this the way that we fight everything. Right. We have to fight it ruthlessly with truth we have to attack it on twitter and that's exactly what the decentralized honey badgers 
uh, Bitcoin's immune system is doing right now. Every single central banker's tweet, every single man, look at even Elon's tweet, dude. It was just attacked viciously by the truth, right? So that's that's our only weapon. And I completely agree with you, Adam. This is the FUD of this cycle, without a doubt. It's the climate. It's the climate stuff. And uh, and there'll, there'll be other ones too. It'll be uh, you're unpatriotic if you like uh, you, you support China. That that'll be one that's going to come out. It's connected to this one a little bit. Um, everybody's poor, so we need a Bitcoin that's 42 million Bitcoin instead of 21 million Bitcoin. But this one really reached. This combines everything. You know that, that you know you're, you're destroying the poor people. You're uh, you're, you're unpatriotic if you, if you're not green. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Nico, do, do you have any thoughts on? <laughs> On the Dogecoin aspect of all this, that and then does he really like Dogecoin, and does it really matter? Dude, uh, listen, man, like it's a, it's an <laughs> effing, it's an effing coin. Okay, I didn't curse, I didn't yeah, curse, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, know. I didn't curse, but you oh, know what, I, you 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 guys know what I meant to say because yeah. it's that it doesn't even try to hide it. It's just it's it's wears it on its patch. You know, I'm getting it's so funny because this is the type of this is the phase in the bull market where you're getting texts from friends like, yo, sh- should I buy Doge? Should I buy? Are you still holding on to Bitcoin? Should I buy Doge? You know, it's like we're we're at that level of the mania. And then, man, either Elon's playing like 3D, 4D chess and he's holding a bunch of Doge and he's just pumping those bags to dump it on people. Man, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. But what I can tell you, dude, is that even with that, that you know, that that tweet that he came out with. Uh, about the environment and all that stuff there was one thing right but all of it was all of it was noise but the signal was he did not sell one bitcoin they kept all of it and that's all you need to know that's all you need to know the rest was noise now now again it it, it is possible that he's so you know i just think he's I don't know if he thinks all the time. He could sell his Bitcoin. He could make. He could say he sold his Bitcoin. He. This could be also weird strategic thing on his part. That's why I. I, I don't try to worry about too, the reason. You know why he did it again. Just that um, there's going to be more pe- more people jumping on on this uh, this Me. lovely fud, fud train. Pound that like button, everybody. By the way, we, we're all we're energized here tonight. All right. Uh, I think the other thing you have to think about is just the richest man in the world. I mean, like he is just acts so irrationally because money really doesn't mean anything to him at this point, which is, is something. And then, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not even going to get started with like, you know, I'm working with Doge developers. I'm like, what developers? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I, I, that, I was very, that, that, that's what I talked about. I, I was like, what is, they're interested in being green Doge? I mean, what is, I, I don't know. I mean, he's, at first, you know, back in the day, I thought it was all a big joke to him. Now mm-hmm. it's just like a much more complicated joke. <laughs> and dudes, you know, the, the unit bias that's out there, people, yeah, I, I, Dogecoin has, I would, I could never, the thing about this space that you got to enjoy is that you don't know what is going to happen next. A year ago, could we have predicted that Dogecoin would be the talk of the, the town? I mean, it's it's so weird. It, the people who have been around for a while remember. I mean, that thing was dead. It was such a joke. But we got a whole new generation of TikTokers. They have no idea about that at all. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is, uh, it, it's crazy. So, uh, no, JC, you just added something. But it, it, any anything else you, you want to add about this this overall situation, greening 
I mean, the, the one thing I'll add is, and I saw this, I saw, I think Dennis commented this in the, in the comments, like the one thing that we have to be grateful is like FUD actually provides you an ability to stack at 10 to 15% lower than what the price would be without the FUD. So if anything, like this is like a gift to you to be able to stack sats, you know, when you're seeing dips like this in a run, which clearly has a lot of legs and is not over by any means. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Nico, would you agree that the, the, the run is not over and that like there are just some short-term thinking people out there that whenever there's freaking bad news, they think the run's over. <laughs> Dude, it's easy for us to say that because, you know, we've had, we have some cycles on our belt. Right. Um, but I, I believe we're about midway through the, the, the cycle. And I believe that we're hitting two between two to 400 K at the end of the year. Like that, oh, my, nice. my, my, my target has not changed. Right. Because two, I would say like uh, two on the lower end, 200 on the lower end. And, you know, but there's always that mania phase. You never know, bro. Once it gets going, you know, that could happen as well. Right. But my target, I would say for the end of the year is around 200, even with this Elon FUD, man, the honey badger doesn't, the honey badger doesn't care. Yeah, and dudes, Elon is a famous dude talking about Bitcoin being bad for the environment. Get ready for other famous rich dudes to do it. They have their ulterior motives, uh, and don't put them on pedestals. And so here's some questions. Frank Castaldini from San Francisco sends $5. Thanks. He says, I'm still a number one fan of yours. One day closer to another all-time high. Keep it up, baby. You better believe it. We're one day closer to another all-time high. A Roman Q just sent me a DM. He wants to, to help with the logistics of the show, and that's good. I, I like that. We I'm going to talk to Roman Q about that. Um, it's always to have a manager. I that's awesome. Uh, we have mind the gap. Good for you, Adam. You have done so much for the Bitcoin community. Take some time for yourself. All right. And again, guys, I'm not going away. I, I'm on Twitter. Uh, there'll be things on here, just not this. You know, I'm not I'm not Adam Meister's secretary. I'm just Adam <laughs> Meister, the, the regular dude. Okay, now th there was some other th big news. Oh, Kevin O'Leary saying garbage mouth agenda. Yeah, it is. It, it is similar to Kevin what Kevin O'Leary did, but uh, Elon Musk is clearly bigger than uh, Kevin O'Leary. Uh, I'll say that Kevin O'Leary said blood coin, and that that gets into the patriotism aspect of it too. Uh, but you know, sticking with this though. I see the current administration. Uh, there's a lot of issues going on in the world right now. And uh, I don't really see them that interested in Bitcoin. So mm -hmm. I, I don't see, you know, I think there are a lot of people saying that behind the scenes, the government is behind all these attacks. Um, they're the one who came up with this green narrative. I don't, I don't really see that. I, I, I think they've got other things. Why, why should they even care about Bitcoin? So uh, going back to Nico, do you, you, you alluded to some government pressure on Elon. You know, if Elon wants to get his free money from the government for his business, then yeah, he's going to have to say certain things. But that doesn't mean they're interested in Bitcoin. They, they're interested in an environmental narrative with everything. I mean, I think there's no doubt about that. But Nico, what, do, you, do you think the government really cares about Bitcoin as much as some people think the government cares about Bitcoin? I think that right now it's current market cap. Um, it's it's literally a fly on the wall. But I think that as it as it continues to keep going higher and higher and higher, I think that the government is gonna try to um, they're gonna try to do something, man. You know, because the, the gatekeepers 
are, are just they're just not going to just disappear into that good night, you know. Um, but in terms of the environmental, yes, that that is the that is the the present danger, right? The present danger is mostly the climate narrative. I but uh, I think that eventually, perhaps not this year, right? But in a couple years, when Bitcoin actually starts becoming a threat to the central banking system, specifically the Fed. <laughs> Man, we're in uncharted territory. I have no idea what they're going to do. Either ways, but I can tell you something. Bitcoin's going to win. Like You can't stop it, right? But uh, that doesn't mean that you know they're not going to try to do some tyrannical stuff in the process. But who knows? Pound that like button. Bitcoin's going to win. I like that line. We've had all sorts of interesting lines on this show through the years. There'll be more. Well, well, but um, buy, sell your chairs was another good one we had recently. If you've got chairs, you don't need to sit in chairs. I have a standing this. You sell your chairs, you turn them into Bitcoin. Uh, JC, you're you're feeling uh, with the government. Uh, do they care about Bitcoin now? Yeah, they- I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist as to like what's going on like behind the scenes of like the government trying to shut down Bitcoin. I think yeah. like you know the biggest concern I've always had about Bitcoin is like, hey, the government's going to mandate that you register your Bitcoins or something along the lines of if you don't register your Bitcoins and put them into a financial institution which is registered you know, to hold for you, uh, then you're, you're breaking some type of law. That's always been some type of fear of mine is that there will be some type of control aspect of it that they will never make it illegal because it's too difficult to be able to do that. But they will want to control your money because they won't be able to tax you. And that is the most important thing that government wants that governments want to do. So I think ultimately that's that's the biggest concern I see. So I don't I don't see like, you know, a lot of this like narrative of like people really tapping Elon on the back. I don't know if that's actually the case. I just think that, you know, Elon's incredibly misguided uh, and which is really surprising. And like, I hate to say it, like I really hope he doesn't turn into the John McAfee of this bull run. Oh, well, he can't, that is, that would be low, okay? Because John McAfee has no brain left. I mean, he's he's totally insane. And I, I, I can't imagine that a man as successful as Elon will turn into anything resembling that. That would be uh, insane. That would be disappointing, um, but I, I will say this: Elon is one of the wealthiest men in the history of mankind at this point, right? And uh, he doesn't have to take the government's BS, really. Mm. I mean, it would be great if our wealthy people of the world just said, "No, I don't care about. I'm doing my thing. You can't stop me." Because in a sense, they could do that. They could do that on a certain level. Um, but there is a certain amount of virtue signaling and a certain amount of fitting in that they have to deal with. And you know, I thought Elon was one of the better, wealthier dudes who didn't care about fitting in. And so that's why it was surprising that he brought up the, the climate narrative. But again, he's in an industry, you know, where, where he pitches his car is all about, you know, saving the climate. So I, I shouldn't have underestimated that aspect right there. But we, we need more, you know, Bill Gates, he's one of the richest men on earth. And he, he just obeys the government totally. So I like that Elon Musk at times was putting up his middle finger to the government. It seemed like, also, you know, with the virus, at least he was. Um, we, we, these, all, all these top 10 richest guys on earth, they could all put their middle fingers up to the government and talk about the virus, talk about the, what's really going on with the environment. And they choose not to, which is, is, is a little disappointed that, that, that's a, that's another, uh, Another, another topic for, I guess, a beyond Bitcoin right there. So now that we're, we're talking about governments, though, at the, and the United States government, uh, it, it, the, the United States government thinks it controls all the money of the world, okay? If you're, if you're like buying a, a, a teapot 
in Vietnam or something like that. You, you better you better follow the United States rules, it, it seems like. Binance Holdings is being investigated by the U.S. Justice Department and IRS as officials look into the use of the exchange by employees and or customers for money laundering and tax evasion. So I, I think it's – I don't know why the United States thinks it has jurisdiction over Binance, why it cares about what Binance is doing. I mean basically it, it thinks that maybe there's an American somewhere that's uh, not paying their taxes and, and somehow do getting away with it because of Binance. They need every single – they need every single slave – tax slave to not get a chance to, to – do anything other than you know follow the party line and uh, you know give the United States its its piece of uh, their heart. Okay, so what do you guys think uh, about uh, about Binance about about this um, and, and about the government's uh, getting into buy? And again, but Binance Coin obviously will be affected by this. But I have no problem with Binance doing their freaking Binance Coin. I have no problem with anything that you know these these are voluntary things. If you want deal with Binance, you deal with Binance. Okay, I don't deal with Binance. I just deal with Bitcoin. All right. So, uh, Nico, we'll start with you. Yeah, man. Look, the, the Binance thing is a continuation um, specifically by, you know, the Western countries led by the United States to continue to try to implement on top of the Bitcoin system, the, the KYC system, right? So the so let me explain. So they've been John Doing sub, uh, 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 subpoenas to all the, the exchanges based in the US, Kraken, Coinbase, whatever, they want to know every single transaction. With Binance, because it's kind of outside of their purview, right? They're putting pressure on them. They did the same thing with BitMEX, right? They, they, you know, they 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 press charges against Arthur Hayes. They're, I don't think he's gonna serve any jail time, but they're making an example of him. Then also you heard about the the story of the clean block the other day. Yes. Right. And that clean block was approved by the Office of Foreign Asset Controls. Right. And and the transactions that weren't included in that block were were countries that the U.S. currently has sanctions for Venezuela, Iran, whatever. And then if you look at the financial tax task force, financial action task force, recent um, recent um, recommendations for 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 Bitcoin uh, laws, man, they want to make it so that any transaction over two thousand two thousand five hundred dollars has to be reported to the government, right? So, man, what they're trying, the gatekeepers are losing control. This is an unwinnable battle for them. They haven't come to terms with it, and that's exactly why we saw that thing with Binance. And the U.S. government is going to continue to mount pressure. Now, here's the problem, and Adam, you know this very very well, right? Bitcoiners are going to go where they're treated best. The United States doesn't have that ability anymore because Bitcoin is outside of their system, right? If you're working in the traditional financial world, the U.S. dollar, which essentially is run by the U.S. government, is has total power, right? But in a, in a Bitcoin economy, that's going to change. So, man, this is just the beginning of, of, of what we've been talking about of the, of the battle to come, man. These guys are not going to let... Go of that power easily. I'm glad you brought up the clean block thing. I had forgotten it after you know so much happened. You know, the the, the uh, Binance and Elon came after that in terms of you know how the week progressed. I, the clean block thing is part of that patriotism bud. Okay, they're they're saying no, we're not dealing with these anti-American countries. We're we're or, or terrorists or whatever. We're not doing it. 
we are following the, the rules of the United States of America, and this is, and if you don't do this, then yeah, clearly you support China or you support Russia. I mean, that's how it can be twisted uh, by, by some people. And again, there are going to be miners all over the world that are just going to put their middle finger up and, and, and not, not deal with that at all. And I don't, I don't want America to become what you, you, you described, where it's not a place where Bitcoin people want to be, where innovation is not being uh, encouraged. And to tell you, tell you the truth, the, the previous administration and this administration are, are basically the same on they're going toward down that path of, you know, making it harder to, to, to deal with Bitcoin here. You know, if you're if you're going back in the fiat, at least, all right, the on ramps and all that stuff, make it, you know, having more restrictions, both of them. So, you know, and maybe what we'll have, um, you know, a, a dream would be since we're, we're getting closer to some states in the United States putting up their middle finger to the federal government when it comes to certain rules. I mean, maybe Florida will put up their middle finger to the United States government if it, when it comes to Bitcoin rules. You don't know. Uh, I mean, th that could happen. Or maybe DeSantis will become president of the United States in 2024 and things will go in a different direction. I don't know. Um, but uh, let, let's uh, let, let's go to JC here. Well, what's your take on Binance and on these clean, clean block nonsense? I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm pretty surprised here that this has happened. I mean, you know, uh, about a month ago, Binance US uh, announced their new uh, CEO, which is Brian Brooks, who was comptroller of the currency, you know, uh, nominated by Trump. Trump. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, a month later, they, they're launching an investigation. So there must be something going on behind the scenes. I have to imagine that, you know, most people are probably turning on VPNs, using Binance, trading in and out uh, as much as they want. And ultimately, they're not, you know, getting taxed for it. Um, and they're using, uh, that's how Americans are probably using Binance uh, to certain degrees, because you don't have to KYC up to a certain amount. Uh, I believe it's two Bitcoins. Um, so I think that that's probably has something to do with it. Um, you know, the affiliation between, you know, this uh, particular administration, the last one with as regards to Brian Brooks, I'm not sure. But I do find it pretty interesting that uh, ultimately, you know, he's, he's been CEO for you know, a month of uh, Binance US and then they launched this investigation. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is an interesting point right there. And uh, yeah, the, the, yeah I, I, the Binance US part of the operation. Of course, it's going to comply with all the darn rules. Who cares what they're doing over there in Asia? Okay, so uh, let me see. What, what other topics do we have here? Taproot. Do any of you have anything to say about Taproot implementation? I mean, there's so many people that think it's the biggest thing in the world. It's going to help Bitcoin so much. Um, look, if you look at the market, though, the, the overall cryptocurrency market, people don't seem to care about <laughs> technical stuff or privacy or anything like that anymore, man. Uh, so is, is it that big of a deal, Taproot? Uh, I mean, it is for people who know uh, enough about like what it does. And honestly, I'm probably not educated enough to like, you know, go into it particularly, but it is important. Um, you know, I think that there are certain uh, folks, you know, CZ at Binance himself, CZ, if you're listening, you guys need to signal. Um, it's important that, you know, some of these miners get with it and like make it happen so that, you know, uh, the community doesn't have to go nuclear to make this happen. It seems like it's a logical upgrade. It's not being, um, you know, it's not contentious like anything was in 2016 and 17. It just seems like a logical thing to do and push the, uh, the protocol forward and, and uh, to give more privacy and better use for multi-sig. So, uh, Nico, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And look, it... <laughs> It just blows my mind, 
right? Because if you if you look at Ethereum, for example, like Vitalik just said something to the miners and the miners just changed their regulation. But I find it absolutely beautiful that in a completely decentralized manner, right, these these pools that don't need to do this, right? Man, you see, I think we're at 60, 70% have all signaled for Taproot. Like that is why Bitcoin, that is what makes Bitcoin different than all the rest. It was completely, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the developer or Brad Garlinghouse was like, hey, you know, like we gotta, we gotta do the upgrade. No, 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 no. This was a grassroots effort. And man, the plebs, you know, we, 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 we put some pressure, man. But at the end of the day, the mining pool still has to say, you know, whether this goes through or not. So, so yeah, man, this is, this, this is awesome to see. It looks like it's heading in the right direction. Um, uh, in terms of CZ, man, you, you, it, it, this guy is just, this is the same guy that, that, that claimed when, uh, when Binance got hacked, he was like, he, he had the audacity to say, Oh, I'm going to rewrite the chain, you know? So, and then he released the poll on Twitter saying, should we, should we, you know, should we, uh, should we up, should we signal for Taproot, which the majority of people said yes. And then he still hasn't done it, man. This guy's, uh, I think he, he thinks he's, you know? bigger than he is you know but uh bitcoin has a good way of uh you know very highlighting those people but uh but it looks very good it looks like it's definitely gonna it, it might happen right i think we're like 60 70 percent last time it's I gonna that. eventually happen it's just a matter of when i hopefully i hopefully it happens but hopefully it happens without a user activated software exactly that, that's what i'm trying to say taproot.watch right that's uh that shows everybody the the progress over there i believe taproot.watch Go, 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 go check it out, people. Okay, uh, some other news uh, that, that happened earlier this week. What is this? Uh, we talked about the IRA. Okay. Uh, Tether reveals reserves breakdown for the first time since 2014. Oh, my! <laughs> Tether's solvent! Oh. Well, it could be a total lie, too. Um, for me, that news, all, all that I think about is, like, they can say whatever they want to say. The market has reacted many times. They believe they're solvent. Tether yep. prints up their own money. The market thinks it's worth a dollar. That, that's all you really need to know. I mean, the market thinks Dogecoin is worth 50 cents. Why not think Tether's worth a dollar, even if they don't have anything backing up? But, hey, they put it out there. Uh, they, they, they have the money, apparently, sort of. I mean, <laughs> if you believe them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why anyone would hold? There's so many people just that are addicted to the valuing their wealth in dollars that they got to play around in Tether and that, that big, Bitcoin is my freaking stable. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't see why it isn't anybody, uh, everybody's, but Amen. Hey, they just, they just, they were taught the dollar mentality. They look, so that's good news for the Tether people, I guess. Uh, JC, any thoughts on Tether? I mean, I'm just so tired of talking about Tether. I feel like we've been talking about Tether for five years. Like, you know, if you're holding your dollar, I mean, it, it's, Tether is a fiat mindset. Like I don't, if, if someone tells me that they're holding all their money in Tether, like it's just like, you know, that's, that's the opposite of like the, the type of Bitcoiner that I would want to be talking to. Like you should be holding your money in Bitcoin, not Tether. Um, you know, for, for traders out there, if they're going in and out of Tether, like have at it. I just like personally don't think that uh, any of this is like news. I don't think it's going away. I don't think it's going to crash. I think it's a dollar. It is what it is. Nico. Yeah. But, um, Look, think about how funny this concept is, right? So, so Tether, 
is supposedly backed up, but like what everyone was freaking out about is if 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 tether is backed up by something, what is it backed up by? It's backed up by a money that they just print out of thin air, right? right? So it doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's like it's like oh my god, it's not backed by anything. So you mean it's backed by like garbage essentially? So it's like. It, it just doesn't make sense. That's number one. Number two, it's exactly what you said, Adam. It doesn't matter whether they're solvent or not. It matters whether the market says it's a dollar and the market continually says it's a dollar. You know, it's like, that's just facts, you know? So they could come out tomorrow. It's like tethers and, okay, let's say worst case scenario, worst case scenario, tethers and solvent, blah, blah, blah. Bitfinex goes under, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let me ask you something. Where's that tether going to go? And the Bitcoin, obviously, yeah, for the smart people. <laughs> Where is that tether going to go? It's going to go to Bitcoin. And then what, what's going to happen to the price of Bitcoin? You know, so it's like it, it just goes it just goes back to this idea that everything's good for Bitcoin, man. That's, that is a good, a, a good way of looking at it. Hey, it's, it's, it's Groundhog Day again. I mean, we, we, the tether story will, will never die either, uh, but it's not going to be a major FUD attack uh, this time around. I, it would be interesting to see. If there was, you know, if Tether said, well, we're not fully backed, if the market would still say it's a dollar. I think it would. I think I think it's very convenient for the uh, the traders that, that use it. They just, yeah, it's okay. So they don't have the uh, the United States dollar backing anymore, but we think it's a dollar. So it's a dollar. It, 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 it provides a service that we value at a at dollar each. I, I, um, and, and thus... They will be printing money out of thin air, and the New York Attorney General will be unhappy again, I guess. But I have no problem with people uh, printing money out of, uh, of thin air. I mean, you're you're risking. I mean, you know, if the U.S. can do it, why can't Tether? Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, that's that's the thing. But the Attorney General of New York, the, the Attorney yeah. General of New York, uh, wants to move up in the world, and she doesn't think that's New York uh, is going to have fun staying poor, dude. They banned Bitcoin mining. They did the Bit License. Kraken said. Shout out to Jesse because that was awesome, right? Man, like, like, what are you doing? Like, do you want your citizens to be poor? Like, what the hell are you guys doing? Look I mean, at they, my, look, look at Miami. Look how happy you are in Miami, Adam. Look at it. Yes. Look at it, man. I, 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 I mean, you you are speaking the truth right now. This is this is the bottom line here. New York people are they are. I don't know if they've been having fun staying poor this last year, being locked up. But I mean, the contract, it is unbelievable. Most people haven't left their cities. That's the thing. I've been all around the United States. I've seen how it varies from city to city, okay? So the New Yorkers who actually wake up and come down here, they don't leave, man. They, they stick around. This place is vibrant. I don't know. The, the leaders of New York are just control freaks on every single freaking level. And there doesn't seem to be any leverage that the smart people have over there to get them to change their mind. So they just leave. Okay. They did just in California, they threatened the the freakish governor with a recall. And now he's, you know, he's letting up on the restrict, you know, the mass restrictions and all that stuff in New York. I don't know what the the leverage that people have. Okay. But yeah, it is. I, I, there is New York is. They're authoritarian. Uh, I, to put, I mean, to put it, I, you like, know, speaking from somebody who left, I've been in New York for 10 years. I moved them out down to Miami about a month ago. You have sheep and you have wolves. And the fact of the matter is, is most people are okay being sheep and listening to governments tell them what to do. And the people who are wolves are like, get me the hell out of here. And they move to Florida or they move to some other jurisdiction like Texas, where you have a lot more rights and liberty. Man, I just want to say something, guys. Look, I grew up here, you know, like literally been here since... Man, since like eight years old, it it 
absolutely blows my mind that Miami becomes like a, a potential Bitcoin hub. Like I could have never pictured that in a thousand years. So, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's all about what you said, Adam. It's just the the people running the the city. You see the mayor, Frances Suarez. This guy's on a mission. He's trying to attract business, dude. You know, and and DeSantis, the same thing. He's like, hey, listen, states open, and then you see people. You see people leaving New York. You see people leaving California, and they're going to Texas and Florida where there's freedom. You know, like it's just like it's human nature. You know, but anyways. I, I wanted to give a shout out to Suarez because he put his money, his personal money, where his mouth is. He bought Bitcoin. He he said that he bought Bitcoin here. I mean, that is that's what leaders that, that's leading by example right there. You know, instead of forcing the people into slavery, he's doing something leading by he's not forcing anyone to buy Bitcoin. He's just showing that he did a good thing. He's not a control freak. A lot of things are coming together down here in Southern Florida or in the whole state of Florida. There are a lot of things that are coming together. It's all revolving around freedom. And uh, it does have something to do with the politicians just, you know, taking a few steps back and letting people be people. And I mean, uh, Miami, I'm not going to say it's going to become the financial hub of the whole entire United States, but will it become the financial hub of the golden age of the 2020s of the technology uh, finance side of things? It, it, very, it very well could be. New York City clearly is not a step is going in the complete opposite direction. Silicon Valley, you know, that's I mean, this stuff is being built there. But like when we're, when we're talking about pure money and, and this this new a golden age that we're going into, I mean, Miami's step it's it's got a great opportunity and that's a great segue into what is going to really showcase this to the world in th in three weeks from today jc talk about it i mean that this conference is big man this bitcoin magazine thing is going to be just so much fun so huge but it's it's going to wake up a lot of people to what's going on down here yeah, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you guys how excited we are uh, about being able to host this event. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we were, you know, originally having the, the conference in California. You know, I've had more conversations with, you know, local city municipalitarians and, and people, you know, councilmen that say, like, look, you, you can't have your event here. It's just like, too dangerous. And, you know, we reached out to DeSantis. We reached out to Suarez. They opened uh, their arms to us. They said, come to Miami. Let's have this event, you know. It's been it's been absolutely incredible to see like the city of Miami just like really welcome this event and want uh, this to become like a Bitcoin you know mecca. I think it's awesome. Uh, as for the conference itself, it's going to be the biggest Bitcoin event uh, in the history of the world. Uh, we're going to have well over ten thousand people. Uh, for those of you who can't join, it's going to be live streamed, so don't worry, you'll be able to to take part in it. But I mean, uh, this is where you know I think everybody for the past year has been dying to get out of their homes. Uh, and be able to meet with people and be human again and be able to like clink a beer together and be, have you know a drink with the, the Bitcoin community. And they're going to be able to do so at this event. We've got unbelievable things planned. Some I can share, some I can't. Um, but, you know, we're, we're totally excited. If you haven't bought your ticket, go to b.tc slash conference and get one uh, before they sell out. So obviously all three of us are going to be there. Uh, Nico, your, your, your thoughts on this? Yeah, man. Look, uh, I, 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 it, I'm so excited. I, I cannot believe I'm so humbled. Right to, I was asked to be a speaker. I'm going to be on a panel with uh, Doctor Bitcoin MD, Nick Camp Mine, and um, 
and I, I, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try to butcher it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it's 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 like I, literally a dream come true. Like I said, I'm from I'm, I'm a Miami native, so to talk at Bitcoin 2021, you know, like I, I I'm I'm speechless. You know, I'm super excited. I can't wait to to meet all the plebs. I can't wait to meet you guys in the flesh. You know, I think it's going to be a good time. And I'm telling you, if you've never been to Miami before, and you think you've partied. You have no idea, <laughs> so it's it's gonna get rowdy. I'm I'm very excited and uh, and yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be like college again. I'm a little up. I think we're gonna throw a freaking keg into a pool or something. I, I don't know what's next. Sid. Uh, I, I'm excited, and both of you bring up the very important point about you know human to human contact that so many people have lost, and uh, that that's why for some people that are coming down here, they haven't had real. I mean, I've had human contact I, this stuff hasn't scared me at all but there are going to be a significant number of people this is their first real event it's going to wake them up and, and just the the feel the aura of happiness that's going to come out of this uh and, and normality for certain people it's it's cool it's it's and and yeah we we will i, I i'm just wondering like post i mean there's gonna be a lot of networking going on what is going to be born out of this uh these beautiful two days in three weeks it just boggles the mind yeah, and, uh, the mayor is going to be there, right? He's absolutely. So the mayor, the mayor is going to be there. He's super excited about it. I mean, he's been uh, he's been clamoring about it with us about how excited he is and you know all the the buzz around the event. I mean, that particular weekend is going to be insane in Miami because it's the same weekend as the Mayweather fight. You know, uh, some surprises that might happen around the the conference in coordination with that fight, which will be pretty fun that uh, that we can uh, talk about in a couple of weeks. But then on top of that. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, there's a Bitcoin IndyCar uh, that's going to be in the Indy 500 in a couple of weeks. You know, uh, super excited. That car is going to be at the conference. We're actually going to be showcasing it so everyone can take pictures with, uh, with the Bitcoin IndyCar. I mean, we've got all kinds of things up our sleeves. Everyone's going to have an amazing time. Um, it's going to be great. I was going to ask about that. It's Jack Mallers has something to do with that, right? Is that yeah, absolutely. So Jack is, you know, Jack is behind all of it. Um, and kudos to the guys at Stripe for like making this happen. You know, they're such heroes. They're building such an amazing product. One of the coolest products in the Bitcoin space. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of Stripe, go to Stripe.me uh, mm -hmm. and check it out. Hell yeah. Strike's going to change the world. It really is, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's incredible. And so they, they, they're going to have a setup at the, uh, they'll, they'll be at the, at the event. They'll, they're going to have a table. Yeah, Jack, so Jack, Jack is speaking. He's on a panel called Pay Me in Bitcoin. He's going to have like a bunch of like uh, celebrities or athletes that are going to be up on the panel, you know, talking about this massive transformation of, you know, key figures in the space, like realizing the importance of Bitcoin and realizing they want to sound money, you know, regardless of the fact that they're paid their salaries, millions of dollars a year as baseball players, or basketball players, or whatever they do. So that's going to be huge. And then, you know, um, it, what's what's amazing is like, you know, we are trying to build a Bitcoin circular economy. Everything that you see at this event can be bought in Bitcoin, which is obviously uh, a tremendous thing. Uh, no, obviously, a lot of people don't like to spend their Bitcoin, but if you want to, you will have the opportunity to do so. So. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of pay me in Bitcoin, okay, because there's a lot of people that say, oh, you can't be paid in bull. No one's accepting Bitcoin. I just, uh, today, I think it was today or last night, I'm a little confused. I was on Alex Berenson's um, Twitter feed. Alex Berenson is a guy, is a reporter who's telling the truth about the virus, who all sorts of people want to cancel and try to make lies about, say that he's a anti-vaxxer, this, that, and the other, and just randomly, because 
I just go to people's feeds and, and you see what they've written during the day. And he says, I'm now accepting Bitcoin, put an address out there. And in like uh, less than 24 hours, he had uh, uh, 14 people had sent him some Bitcoin and stuff. So pay me, there, there's all sorts of, and he's, he's proactive, you know, it's before he's canceled, he's setting up his Bitcoin account. And that is, it just, for me, that, that was like the, a prime example of uh, why you want Bitcoin. You know, he is saying what he wants to say, but he's just, just in case he gets canceled, people can still support him and, and, and have that address out there. And of course, all these people like Stefan Libera were, were, you know, replying saying, you know, you got to try Lightning Network, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So uh, that, that's just a real life example. You know, you said pay me in Bitcoin. It's just first thing that popped into my, my head right there. So yeah, it's going to be a great event. I want to talk about one last thing here, social media wise here. Uh, and and I, I, last night I had a blast actually on uh, on Clubhouse. Have you guys tried that at all? Clubhouse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clubhouse is great. I mean, I think uh, it's it's definitely a place to to be able to hang out with the community, especially in like COVID times. It's been incredible. Uh, Nico, any thoughts on a uh, Bitcoin yeah. Clubhouse? I've done a couple panels. Uh, it's very awesome. You know, um, I did one with uh, Denver Bitcoin. I also did one with BTC Sessions, and you just get a bunch of noobs in there, um, and they start asking you questions, and you could pull them away from you know the 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 crap coin scams, you know, because a lot of the rooms are just XRP is going to go to a million. You know, it's, it's just stupid stuff. So it's it, it's it's important to have Bitcoin rooms. I think the Swan guys are doing an incredible job. Um, having uh, having cafe, I think the cafe Bic or something. I forget what the, their their room was called, but they're always there. Um, and and it just goes back to man, we have to win this information war. We have to. We do that by being constantly on Clubhouse. I'm a content creator on YouTube, and Adam unfortunately is leaving us, but he's gonna find an assistant and he's gonna come back because we can't we can't leave. We can't, Adam can't leave us. He's too valuable. He's too valuable. I, I will be around the social media, social media ether. Not it, it ain't over till it's over. It's just the logistical crap is, is a nightmare, and I'm not dealing. I'm no I'm no secretary. Adam uh, Adam is no secretary. He's a, he's a content. Uh, he loves loves the content, and uh, I, I look. You, you mentioned BTC Benny and Denver Bitcoin, best freaking guests in the space on the This Week in Bitcoin show. And once I get my helper, hopefully we'll be back doing this. The archives, you can see all the freaking best. BTC Benny's been on the show so many times. He probably has been on it more than anyone. You guys have been on this show before many times. Denver has been on the eh, I, I love hanging out with these dudes. And I, I'm going to really love hanging out with these dudes in person. <laughs> I mean, that's some great stuff here. So let's let's get into a, a final thoughts here uh, on this uh, special show. Uh, any, any topics you guys want to talk about? Again, they're all linked to below. You know, uh, obviously, JC, you're working on the uh, the event, but you, you could talk about that or any, anything else you're dealing with now. Anything you want to promote? No, I mean, ultimately, the thing I just want to sign off with, guys, is like uh, we're living in a truly special time right now. Getting to you live and breathe Bitcoin is one of the coolest things that uh, I can ever be say I'm a part of in my lifetime. You know, if you have the opportunity uh, to buy Bitcoin at a rate in which you know, we believe it's going to go much higher. Uh, you know, now is the time to buy. And this is an amazing uh, opportunity for everybody out there. So that's all I'm going to say. All right. And we got, we do have a comment here for Zia, Zia Montwi. He said, uh, let me take this opportunity to say thanks for everything, Adam. Much appreciated. I look forward to seeing you here and there. Go 
and live your life, my friend. Pound that like button, people. Shabbat Shalom, baby. No, it's not over yet, though. <laughs> I said Shabbat Shalom as I do every Friday because I try to have a peaceful Shabbat. <laughs> but let's go to Nico. What, what's up with you? Any stories you want to tell? Yeah, man. Uh, dude, just guys, you know, like what, like I've been saying, it's just so important that we keep fighting this war with memes, with truth on Twitter. You know, whatever you do, you know, if you're a content creator, if you're just a pleb hanging out on Bitcoin, Twitter, man, it's just that engagement is just so important and spreading the truth, man, and and showing people that there's a better way. And of course, if you want to hear news from uh, two simple Bitcoin plebs, definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin. It's not as awesome as 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 Adam's show. But hopefully we'll get there one day. And Adam, thank you so much for having me on, bro. It's an honor to be on one of your last shows before you find an assistant. Seriously, thank you, Adam. Now, 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 now your partner in crime, Coin Icarus, right? He, he, uh, I, I was just on his, his, I was on his podcast. It's going to debut what this Sunday or something like that. So that show's already recorded, and it will, de- it will debut on my audio only eventually too. So I mean, there's already quote unquote new stuff with me coming up that you guys haven't heard, but it's uh, just, uh, I, I won't be going, I won't be making, he made it easy for me. He recorded the whole thing. He's going to send man, to me. You, you know, have you know. to come, you have to come on simply Bitcoin, man. One of these days. Yeah. I, I'll come on everybody's darn show, man. You make it easy for me. And speaking about other people's show, UK Bitcoin master. I've been on his show. He says ditto on that. It's Bitcoin Meister has been instrumental in my learning the past four years. Well, UK Bitcoin Master, I love you, man, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. And all you content creators, if it's if you love it, if it's not a pain in the tuchlas, keep on doing what you're doing too. But if it becomes a pain in your tuchlas, don't do it. Thought that make it figure out a way to make it easier on yourself. But enjoy your freaking lives and uh, Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Uh, have a great uh, Shavuot. The Jew- Jewish holiday of Shavuot uh, starts on what? On, on Monday, Sunday night, whatever it starts. Everybody, everybody, enjoy that. Everybody in Baltimore, enjoy the freaking Preakness. I don't know if you're allowed to go to the Preakness this weekend. I don't know what the restrictions are. I didn't even look into that. I mean, we're talking in Miami. It's so great. You know, there's going to be a, so much going on. This is going to be a big fight. There are no restrictions on going to see the fight in Miami, right? Everybody piles in there and everything like that. But Baltimore, there's a big horse race this week. Those of you familiar with the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness is what follows it. And we used to party like freaking rock stars on that. Uh, well, I didn't. The people used to party like freaking rock stars on that uh, infield in Baltimore. And sadly, I know they won't be doing that because of all these stupid restrictions. And I do I do want to say another thing about the, uh, the Miami event, people, before I sign off. Uh, and that is – it's all about planning in advance here. Uh, I, I booked this Airbnb so far in advance. It's going to probably be pretty expensive to stay here if you haven't booked your thing yet. If there's going to be a fight going on at the same time that there are other events. So people have always asked me, well, Adam, how do you live this lifestyle and not sell any of your Bitcoin? Here, here's our life hack, dudes. Plan things in advance. There's so few people who actually book their reservations to anything two months in advance by their plane. If you can just have a little bit of the schedule ahead of you and, and – you can save so much by just doing things in advance, buying them in advance. Because the people that don't have hotel rooms here yet, 
Uh, I don't anticipate things being really cheap. <laughs> I don't think I don't anticipate any good deals. Uh, you're, you're exactly right, Adam. Uh, in fact, our, my team is chirping to me right now about uh, the fact that we run out of uh, out of hotel rooms. So, guys, start looking at Airbnbs. Figure out your travel. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for having me. I got to bounce, but look, it's amazing to be a part of this show. Thank you so much. All right, dudes. That is the end of the show. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Master, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That's real important because you'll know when I'm going to be back and where you can see me next and all this. I do love everybody and all the support. Shabbat Shalom. See you around, dudes. All righty. Let's end this stream. Thanks, guys. Uh, let me end it here. Uh, uh, where's...